When you were a kid, did you ever go up to your bedroom, close the door, get out a tennis racket and start jamming in front of the mirror, bringing out your inner rock star? Yes. Maybe you were trying to be Jimi Hendrix or maybe it was Jim Morrison or maybe it was even Weird Al Yankovic. Whatever it was, you were living that moment. It was with the door closed and you had that confidence, that swagger. Maybe you didn't have a tennis racket. Maybe you did air guitar. Regardless, we all have that inner rock star within us, even if we are an introvert. And maybe that introvert really comes out in the bedroom in front of the mirror when nobody is watching. You could do anything. You were a rock star. How can we bring that out in ourselves now as business owners so that we can profit from that? Because confidence sells. If we aren't confident in our product and our services, people can tell. It's a matter of tapping into that rock star, that inner rock star, that Simon LeBon, that Patti Smith, that Cindy Lauper, and having those feelings, that confidence, that it factor, that charisma come to the surface so that you can feel comfortable in your skin while selling. That's what we're talking about today. All right, keep listening. Welcome to Get the Balance Right, a podcast for creative rebels, freaks, misfits, and geeks tired of working for the man. If you want to monetize your talents through media creation and production, then this podcast is for you. Whether you're just starting out, have a side hustle, or want to take your business to the next level, this podcast will help you profit from your superpowers. I'm your host, Heather Zeitzwolf, longtime vegan, Gen Xer, cat mom, drag queen enthusiast, and collector of weird dolls and lunchboxes. By using my professional background in business, marketing, design, and finance, I will help you move from passion to profit. If you're ready to crush your fears, take action, and do things scrappy, then together, let's get the balance right. Hey, this is Heather Zeitzwolf, and you are listening to Get the Balance Right podcast. I got to tell you, this whole idea of being a rock star in your business, ugh. in some ways, I'm just kind of nauseated by this concept because you hear so many people that are like, yeah, be a rock star. And they don't look anything like a rock star. They don't embody anything like a rock star. And it's just a word that people have tossed around. But I have to tell you that my guest today actually has worked with actual rock stars. So this conversation is true to form. We're not just saying, be a rock star. This guy knows what rock stars really are about. So my guest today is Gregory Wright. He goes by G. Wright. He is a producer and media trainer for All Things Relax Studios. Before he was a trainer, he worked with tons of well-known artists and bands as a tour manager and sound engineer for over 25 years. He traveled all over the globe and worked with all kinds of rock stars. He can't tell us exactly the ones, but there is a name drop in here at one point of one Aretha Franklin. As a tour manager, he worked with 
many publicity departments, publicists, and record labels to prepare artists for them doing television, radio, and other media interviews. So he knows what he's talking about. Now he's sharing his tips and techniques that his performers used to use that he's helping you tap into that inner rock star. Think about Deborah Harry, David Bowie, Robert Smith, Morrissey, Nina Hagen, Michael Hutchins, and Tenacious D. All right, here is my conversation with G. Wright. Do you go by Gregory or is it just G? I go by G because when I was on the road as a tour manager, people would mess up my name and say, Greg, Gregory, George, Gary. I'm like, just call me G. And it stuck. <laughs> and that was like 20 years ago. Because it's funny. It's kind of like, what up, G? Like that's what <laughs> I, I get that a lot and I liked it. It's good. Welcome to Get the Balance Right podcast. What is your background? I know that it has something to do with rock. I am the producer and rock star media trainer for All Things Relax Studios. Prior to that, I was a tour manager and live sound engineer for over 25 years. I got to work with many well-known artists and bands and lead singers and travel all over the planet and do a lot of media while we were touring. Now you are helping people discover their inner rock star. What does that mean exactly, their inner rock star? There's something about these artists when they walk on stage. Whatever is going on in their personal life is just switched off. When they get on stage, they're flipping a switch. They're stepping into their power and they're channeling their inner rock star. Authors, coaches, and creative entrepreneurs, every time you are talking on a podcast like this or going on TV, it's a show. You can just flip a switch and then become that inner rock star. Oh, I like that because that takes away all the nerves because oh, it's a performance. I'm putting on a show. Anytime you're talking about yourself, your business, you are presenting yourself. That is a show, whether it's on social media, on a podcast like this, or it's on TV. The thing to remember is you're only talking to that one person, just like you and I. It's just you and I having a conversation. And when you go into an interview like that, and you're not worried about how many downloads or how many followers or how many millions of people out in TV world are hearing it, it's just G and Heather having a conversation. It takes takes away a lot of that fear and imposter syndrome when you know that you're just going on, whether it's on camera or not, just having a conversation with one person. We established that we are both ENTJs and the Myers-Briggs. For people unaware of this, it's a personality test. The E in that is being an extrovert. We enjoy being in front of people and hamming it up. For those that are out there that are more introverted, a lot of actors are actually introverts. They're able to switch on their inner rock star. For the people out there that are like, I'm an introvert and I have to be on video all the time. How can they find their inner rock star? A lot of the entertainers, musicians, in real life, offstage, they are very introverted or quiet. They are very shy offstage and it's through their music, through their creating, through their performing, whether it's performing an instrument or their singing voice, that they really step into their power and they channel it. So everybody has that inner rock star, that X factor in them. People may not recognize it. And it's hard when we're too close to the business. It's hard to see sometimes the obvious, especially with clients, right? Every approach that these singers and performers, actors, comedians, sports people has, you can do when you're putting your messaging together. 
when you were talking about this, I was thinking about Jim Morrison because he seemed like he was so shy. And then on stage, he was completely the opposite. You could have that inner poet or whatever, like a Jim Morrison. What are some of the things that we could actually do to channel that inner rock star? I think it all starts with the why you do what you do. We've got to strip away everything else, not follow trends, not worry about what this coach over here is doing or this author's doing or this product that's similar to ours. No, you've got to really get to the root of why do you do what you do? And then how can you share that in stories? If you're talking about your business, why did you start your business? And you have this great story. That's what people are going to remember. It's authentic stories. I'm all about authenticity. When we're talking about this inner rock star, we're not putting on a different persona. We're actually tapping into our own self and bringing out those really great qualities in ourselves. Yes, you nailed it. And that's what that X factor. Yeah, the X factor is like, hey, let's take David Bowie. He's got Prince. a lot of X factor. What is it about those guys? or any artist out there, he, she, they, what is it about them that stands out? There's many different things. There's the way they sing, the songs, the way they dress when they're on stage, the way they perform. But there's something that you can't quite put your finger on it. But every time you hear that Prince song, that guitar riff, it's Prince. So that's what we call like your signature sound. That X Factor, it's just like electric charisma. You can't really put your finger on it. Like when they walk into a room, everybody's eyes turn and they don't have to be even that remarkably looking right. as far as beauty. It's There's confidence. About, that is a big part of it, isn't it? Yes. So feeling comfortable in your skin. Yes. And yes. Like, okay. You had mentioned imposter syndrome. That comes up a lot, especially when we're starting a business, we're putting ourselves out there and maybe it's the first time that we're talking about ourselves or yep. doing these videos or going on podcasts and it's really hard to put away those fears. Do you have any recommendations for like, how do you tap into that X factor? And is it like breathing techniques? Breathing techniques are part of it. There's vocal warmups and dynamics that a singer is going to perform for an hour and a half on stage. Of course, they're going to warm up their voice and they all have different warmups where they do to get their voice ready to get their body ready. Drummers are warming up their hands. Guitar players are warming up their guitar before they play. It's the same thing when you're public speaking. Or when you're going on a social media or going on an interview. So learning those techniques of how to really train your voice to be that sound that you want and maintain it. Breathing techniques and there's meditation. There's a lot of woo in it too. These artists do a lot more woo backstage than people realize. The meditation and the 440 hum and everything to get in that zone. But for somebody starting out, I really think it's about practicing, not being afraid to practice your message. And when I say practicing, I don't mean going on a show like this and practicing. I mean, like practicing just into your camera, into your phone by somebody talking about themselves in a certain way. When other people see it, they'll get a different reaction mm. and they'll go, I really think you being a storyteller is what you should lead with. That's what you do. You're an author. You tell stories. So now let's craft the message and shape it and add some cool stories to it and get that emotion that you want. Yeah, sometimes we don't really realize our superpowers. We actually need somebody on the outside to say, hey, that's a really special thing about you because we're so in our skin that we forget how fabulous we are. You mentioned stories when you go on a show or even when you're in a sales meeting with somebody, you want to be able to bring up other stories of maybe this happened with a client or I had this experience. Sometimes in the moment, it's really hard to come up with those stories because you want it to be cohesive. You want it to have a beginning 
beginning, middle, and an end. You don't want to end up rambling. And sometimes I'll start talking and I'm like, why did I start with this story? I, this is not the good story. I should have had a different story. I've heard recommendations of having like a laundry list of different stories and maybe being able to draw upon maybe that lesson that you learned. What are some things that you recommend that people do when it comes to stories? This is where you start with your set list. Oh, like a rock star. Okay. Every artist, before they go on stage, they have a set list. Now they put the songs in order based on the emotion they want. The set list in this case is not the order of what you're going to say. It's just having that go-to story. You are a coach and you have this great transformation story. You worked with this client who went from A to Z. So you have this story that's on your set list. You don't have to remember every detail about it. Because you're not using a script, you can't screw it up. It's relatable to your own life. So you remember the details the way you remember them. And then you've got to have a point. It has to relate to something. And usually it's a lesson or some example, like you mentioned, transformation. Do you recommend people like put together a long set list and then they can pull out the things that they need? That's a great question. And we compare stories to songs. Every song has a beginning, a middle, and an end. It starts with an intro, and then it goes into a verse one, then a chorus. And the chorus is the repetition. That's like the message of the story. That's why we may not know the lyrics to our favorite song, but man, as soon as that chorus comes on, we're singing the chorus because it's repetition. And then it goes through verse two, and then chorus and bridge, and verse three, and then outro. But when you put it all together, it's complete and it tells a story. That's where the practicing comes in. You can share a story over and over again and practice it, but it's not about having it word for word. That's where getting people's thoughts on the story really helps too. Because a lot of times, I think the things that we will skip over in a story are the things that really grab people. Because it's that detail, right? I would imagine it makes it more real, like you're actually there rather than skipping over certain things. It makes it more tactile, I would imagine. Right. Think about when we do something day to day, it may not be that exciting for us. Here's a story. I've worked with all these different artists. And usually when an artist reaches out to you, it's through their manager or their agent or their record label. It's very rare that an actual artist will call you up. I got this voicemail from this artist and I thought it was a prank. I was out to lunch with my friends and I was like, did you guys just prank me with this? And they're like, no. And we played the voicemail. I'm like, oh my God. And it was the queen of soul herself, Aretha Franklin, and she left me a voicemail saying, and I won't, may she rest in peace first. So I don't want to try to do an impression of it, but I'll just say that she says, this is Aretha Franklin. I'd like to work with you. Give me a call and I will not answer the phone, but if you leave a message and I like you, I'll call you back. And if I don't, I won't or something to that extent. And I was like, oh my God. And it was a Detroit number. So I called it back. And then of course the no caller ID shows up. I'm like, yes. And yes, Miss Franklin. And I got to work with her and she was just incredible. So it's like that as an example, there is a story that I, you see how it has a structure and it leads to it. And with the stories, you want them to create an emotion. Like you could see your eyes just lit up when I said Queen of Soul. Now, it doesn't have to be like this crazy story, like everyone has all this celebrity stuff. It can just be like when I was growing up as a kid and I used to play in the front yard and my mom would come out and that could be a story, whatever it is, as long as it's authentic, right. as long as it's real, not made up, not pretend to be somebody. Those stories that can be really personal or can really resonate with people. It's that being very personal that people do relate to. So when you said when I was a kid playing, everyone relates to that because they were all once a child. So they remember that. And that's always that nostalgia, too, is like something. So people love to think back on those times when they were a kid. Yes. When I 
say rebels, freaks, misfits, geeks, which one of those do you identify with? And is it a mixture? And how can you explain why you identify with that? Wow. Now that is a great question. Rebel, because I don't like to follow rules, but also geek because I just love data. I love pulling things apart. I pull messaging apart and go, okay, let's try this. Change this one word. And I guess I'd have to go with rebel because I've never been one to follow what everybody else is doing. At five years old, I wanted to be a radio DJ. I pretended I was a radio DJ with my Mickey Mouse record player. And I played my mom's Barry Manilow and Beatles records and scratched a few. And then at 16, I became a commercial radio DJ. So I've always been like... If I decide I want to do something, and I think this is what this is the message that we want people to get when they're sharing their story. When you decide to do something, you just do it. Yeah. You don't worry about what everybody else says. You don't worry about what society says. Let's just be ourselves, right? I love it. Put yourself out there and not really worry so much about what other people are going to think. It's not going to be perfect. When we're in business, we have to realize that we're going to mess up, and that's just part of the process. And going on stage and being your rock star, yeah, you're probably going to fumble and maybe land in the audience or something. I don't know. And you keep going. <laughs> How many times have you been at a show where the lead singer just puts the mic out in the audience? You don't know if they forgot the lyrics or not. They just keep going. And that's the same thing with messaging, too. If we're tied into a script and tied into trying to be perfect, then we're going to be like, don't screw it up, don't screw it up, don't screw it up. But if we're just having a conversation, we're just sharing what goes on in our life, and it's structured and it's rehearsed, but it's not canned and we just have fun with it, then you can't screw it up. Exactly. I love this. All right. Well, tell people how they can work with you, where they can find you on the socials and all of that. Okay. They can join the band and be part of the Rockstar VIP media training program at allthingsrelaxstudios.com. And you can follow us on IG at allthingsrelaxstudios as well. And our podcast is All Things Relax with Sandy D. She's the host. She's the introvert Virgo that's the host. And I'm the extrovert Gemini who's behind the scenes on the podcast. I was interviewed on one episode because she interviews inspiring and creative women as well. So yeah, very cool. check that out. We'll have all the links in the show notes Perfect. for everyone there. All right. So do you have any last thoughts that you want to put out to the world? Any? I think what you're doing and your show is awesome. Congratulations on season three. And I just think this is awesome. We really do need to just stop worrying about being put in a box and what society says or what trends or whatever, and just be our authentic self. All hey, right. G, G, thank you so much for being on Get the Balance Right podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Cheers. 